Hey, it's Monday. What is it? May 23rd, 2022. I'm Gary Otto. Here's Uva Ball. How are you, my friend? Good. We just came back from water swimming lessons and we ate a burger. Natalie ate a vegetarian burger. I I know you're vegetarian. I I just cannot handle it. (laughs) I just ate a normal one. And... Yeah, and uh, I just read that article what you sent to me, and uh, I think it was a very good article. Yeah, I and... sent him an article about uh, the return of Uva Ball to cinema. What was the title of the article? Mm, the Return of the Raging Ball. Okay. And yeah, I... it was a very good article, guys. You should look it up on Google. What site is it from? And it's on my Facebook um, no, you know, that is what I was always hoped for, that some journalists, after a while, getting it, what I actually did, and that some journalists also, after watching always the same shit for 10 years straight, miss overball films, you know, that they start missing my films. And uh, I think that <clears throat> that article was one of them. I, I hope there will be more. And I also hope there will be more uh, bigger and more influential articles coming out because I uh, I think how you wrote it is correct. Like I did my thing and I was not broken or bended by the studio system to do exchangeable, um, obviously, uh, you know, like 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 films. They have no handwriting on it. They have no. Uh, yeah, it says here it says, behind it. in the best era of Hollywood cinema, directors like Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, Francis Ford Coppola all had their own strong, distinctive style and made films entirely their way. So I think that comparison is very flattering. Yes, you know, and, and uh, I, I think it's also important to... Uh, because I didn't fit, and he wrote that very good, I think I didn't fit in this classical <clears throat> outsider um, B-film, genre film uh, kind of uh, closet where a lot of people are stuck in their whole life. And he wrote it in a way that, because for this, I just made too big of movies, like too many stars in the films. So I basically, I'm a rare, uh, a rare uh, yeah, species in a way because I made kind of studio movies yeah. uh, um, with a lot of stars. And I did also very small genre films. But additional, I did also uh, like uh, independent, important kind of art house films. But you, you even had a way to make low-budget films feel like big Hollywood pictures. Like people out there should know, Assault on Wall Street only costs $2.5 million. Adjusted for inflation, that's probably like $5 million. But the yeah. fact that felt like such a full, uh, great cast, it felt like a bigger picture than it was. And you've always been able to make even the art house films feel like bigger pictures than they are you're like hollywood light exactly you know so uh yeah you know so that that was a good thing that makes me happy i mean can happens uh, uh, parallel microversions in can 
talking to uh, various people and um, uh, about the Elliot Ness project, of course. And yeah, a lot of people excited about that after all these articles hit. Yeah, so I, I, I think on the one hand, yes. Uh, but on the other hand, um, let's say it this way, there were a lot of people willing to buy Elliot Ness, but without real names, um, oh. the number would be too small, right? So we are, we are still in that catch-22. We need a few name actors. Stars. Attached to it. Stars Did you ever think of going back to Nick Cage? Yeah, but who should he play? I mean, he just doesn't look like Elliot Ness. You know, I think it's too much of a of a change. You know how what? Elliot Ness in reality looked a little like Chris Evans? Huh. Captain America. You guy. think that he would do it? <laughs> no, no I, I don't know, but he's not doing Captain America anymore. Yeah, so, he doesn't do too much. Maybe he would do it. Yeah, who, who knows, right? So, I mean, I can look up here. Chris... Evans, let's see. Uh, talent producer, director. Yeah, I heard he wants to direct more now. He wasn't Free Guy. Was from was uh, who was he in Free Guy? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even see Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. But he was a Knives Out. That was good. But there was also he was only supporting it because it was the, the James Bond actor who, who was the uh, then cracked it the least, you know. And look what he I'm just looking up right now. So he's the narrator right now of Chain of Command at National Geographic. Then he is uh, doing a ABC uh, show <clears throat> Boys and Girls. So, but after Free Guy, he did nothing. Like, yeah, no, like, like as a cast, as a real actor or whatever. He did, yeah, he did I heard he nothing. wants to act less after all the Marvel stuff. He said he wants to step away from acting a bit as like the lead. So, he wants to focus more on directing, apparently. But he doesn't, he still acts at least. So, it is possible. Yeah, and it's a lot of time with the with the actors. They miss acting at one point. Yeah, and you have to think too. Maybe some of these actors might want to play the bad guy, play the butcher. Yeah, I mean, we could offer him whatever he wants. He can pick. He, he can just pick the uh, pick the part. Yeah, you know, and say, look, that is that is what's what is the script. So pick your part, whatever you want to play. We want you at Elliot Ness, but if you are more attracted to play a serial murder against your type, why not? That would be more interesting, I think, for him. But you know, yeah, we we don't know. You know what? It was funny today to change the subject. So. It's so absurd. So there is the World Championship of Soccer coming in winter in okay. Qatar, in, in the Arab state, Qatar, mm -hmm. where the outside temperature will be 50 Celsius. So now we're talking about climate change here, basically. Uh, they need to, to air condition whole soccer stadiums. Oh, because boy. otherwise the players will drop down dead. That will cost like the energy in the desert of like a little, like like what New York City uses energy. That is what, what they basically uh, need to bring the air conditioning. So, and then Qatar, similar to Saudi Arab, 
Ah, of course, like they had like slave workers there. 6,000 slave workers died building that soccer stadiums. And the whole West was the whole time, we should boycott that. That should not happen. We should never do the World Championship. Then Russia invaded Ukraine. And what are we doing now? We bent over backwards to Qatar because we want their gas and their oil. As Germany, I'm talking about the EU, not the Americans. So they, you know, like they, all that, that kind of moral talk went away in the moment like, oh, fuck, we don't want the Russians uh, gas anymore. Now we need it from Qatar. Now we basically excuse Qatar, like they can do whatever they want. They are the best people in the world. So that is the backstory. I mean, it's already funny as it is, but the funniest came then today in an article that Qatar hired Russia to do the security at the World Championship. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Like Russian special forces training the Qatar people right now so that they... Uh, can can provide security and the key Russian players will be there at the World Championship Soccer where the whole world, so basically all enemies of Russia, will be there. And the Russians controlling basically the guns, the security. I mean, is that not a completely absurd turn of events where you have to say like, are we living in Catch-22 or in a real... <laughs> You know, like Saturday Night Live or something. I mean, if you you cannot make shit up like this. It's, it's just like insane. Yeah, I'd feel really. Imagine Obama goes on a trip there, or not? Not Obama. Yeah, yeah. And then Putin instructs his people just wait till everybody understand you, and then like, yeah. like blow up that that thing, you know. And then it, I saw. It also, sounds like the plot of an action movie. Yeah, I know it's unbelievable. And then. I, what, what was the, the, the thing uh, with Ben Affleck where the soccer stadium, the football stadium, get blown up? Oh, movie. that movie, the, the Sum of All Fears. Yeah, the Sum of All Fears. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I mean, we're coming very close to this. And especially after I saw yesterday a demonstration from the Russian nuclear intercontinental mega bombs they have. So they have nuclear bombs ready to fly all the way to America. And they have inside the bomb, the bomb is like almost a hundred meter big. And inside are 25 nuclear bombs in one wow. round, 25. And each is 10 times stronger as Hiroshima. Oh God. So let's think about it. 10 times stronger as Hiroshima multiplied with 25 means one of that bombs is 250 times more powerful as the Hiroshima nuclear bomb. So but if they use something like that, we would fucking wipe them off the fucking planet. Yeah, you I know, know but, I mean? not, but we would be not able to celebrate it because we're dead. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Yeah. I hope it doesn't come to that because it's pretty petty for us all to just stop existing over this fucking Ukraine bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would be so mad, you know, because today also Russia pointed out that the Ukraine stopped negotiating and they are happy to go back to the negotiation table. So now my problem is why they don't do this. Then. I don't know. I, I want to bring us all in the grave early that, that, that they say, 
our hard stand on Russia has to pay out and we just stay on it, whatever. I mean, it, it, well, you it, saw how fucking much it's costing. The United States says 40 billion will get them through next month alone. 40 billion a month. What? <laughs> no, I know. It's it, no, it's insane what's going on. It's it's really insane. And uh, I mean, it's unbelievable, you know. That's so, a lot of fucking money. Like people don't realize, but yeah, billions of dollars. I mean, we're in enough fucking debt as it is, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't, the thing is, I don't want to die based on uh, this. You know, yeah. like I don't want to die uh, uh, with nothing. And yeah, well, this is all bullshit politics right now, so. Yeah. No, it's it's really, uh, let's say, uh, unsettling, you know. And uh, there was something else today. Yeah, Biden said he will defend Taiwan. Oh, I saw that. But with military force, right? Not not like he will not like he said they will on with military force. Like that that means there would be the world war coming. Like if China attacks oh. Taiwan, now where he said it then all the U.S. troops would fight against China. And Maybe he's just trying to impress them because he's on his Asian tour right now. What do you think? You think it's just talk? Yeah, I don't know, but, but you cannot just take it back so easily after. Yeah. You know, what is when China warned him already, right, immediately, and said, like, bullshit, you know? And, uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's uh, uh, think about it will actually happen. I mean, it, we saw it the whole time that China will take Taiwan because they said they said since years Taiwan is part of uh, 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 you know it's part of China. Yeah, Biden said this while he was visiting Japan, and it shocked people. Uh, speaking at a press conference in Japan during his tour of Asia, a reporter asked Biden. You didn't want to get involved in the Ukraine conflict militarily for obvious reasons, adding, are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? And he said, yes. Reporter said, you are? Biden responded again. He said, that's the commitment we made. His surprise announcement overshadowed what would have been a major diplomatic news that the U.S. has secured agreements from 12 countries to join the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, which bolsters trade in that region. So, sounds like they weren't prepared for him to say that. It was He was meeting up for something else. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, China, I'm, I'm, China is not going to be too happy about that shit. No, no. And uh, I mean, it's like right now, what we want is things like calming down yeah exactly we don't I, want things getting completely off track i know like he's right now it's not a good time to instigate china during this military conflict because yeah you're right we're getting we're inching closer to world war three <laughs> absolutely it's crazy you know
Yeah, I laugh about it because it's so fucking scary. You know what I mean? I, I, I when I get, I'm not sure if I don't laugh when it's a, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're all really scared and we all think like, but think about it. You, you were sitting, I saw today about the movie plot, a possible movie plot in the way, right? You sit there on, on your barbecue grilling something and then you just see silently big, big rackets coming in. Yeah. And, and your toast. Right. Yeah. And in the moment we would see this, I think <clears throat> I almost would have to laugh about it because it's so stupid. I think my last thoughts would be how stupid humans are. It's just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it would be like this kind of like you, because then what you want to do, right? You know, like that was it. So, and then uh, you would just think like, uh, Similar to the that don't look up thing, right? With the yes. thing that they they made that idiotic attempt to uh, blow it up uh, uh, in a thousand little uh, uh, planets, so that they can <clears throat> land on Earth and don't kill the whole planet, just kill a few hundred thousand people maybe. But then they can use these stones. They have a lot of minerals and whatever, like that stupidity. Yeah. That's the, that sinking of greed, that was the great thing on Don't Look Up. And I think if, if we going into the end of the earth based on the uh, Ukraine war, then we're just out of our fucking minds. Yeah, I think that we need to look past, you know, uh, uh, the divisiveness that's going on right now and try and find some kind of a lifeline between us because the things that are at stake are so high, so important. Uh, we're so used to the world just uh, there being a tomorrow, there being a next week. But, you know, uh, if it did come to nuclear, we could say goodbye to next week, next month, next year. People need to get it in their heads. But they're so fucking brain dead, stuck on the Internet. I hate to say it. <laughs> I'm guilty, too, sometimes of it. But yeah. People are just too distracted. That's what that movie Don't Look Up was all about. Everything that was important, they were like, there is no comet. And then they turn things into memes and shit. It's, it's only funny because it's fucking just like real life, you know? Yeah. It's <laughs> realistic, you know? It's basically looking into it uh, 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 realistic because humans are really so stupid, they don't get it. And yeah. I read in the Rolling Stone magazine at Twitter that also was that the, the uh, a total pro of like uh, international conflict and stuff like this. And he said that he is analyzing Putin since like 20 years. That guy wrote about the Cuba crisis and, and all that stuff. So he's a very old historian. He knows everything. And he said like Putin will not get defeated before he gets defeated, he will throw nuclear bombs. So now I don't know where, why the whole West has nothing else to do as to pump heavier and better weapons into the Ukraine to defeat Russia. It will not happen as long as he has like, look at that one bomb, what I just described would wipe out the Ukraine, including everybody who lives there in, with one bomb. And Putin just sold a nuclear-capable missile to Belarus, it says here in Newsweek. Oh, right. Yeah, so Belarus is also Lukashenko. He's out of his mind. You know, like, I mean, that it's, it's just, like, uh, uh, idiotic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little crazy right, right now. Very, very temperamental time. 
I hope cooler heads will prevail. But yeah, it's been going on for what three months now. Yeah, what do we have now? We have almost June or May, April, March, three and a half months. You know, so I mean, it's uh, it's been a while, and I I don't know, like the forty billion a month. How fucking long can we keep this up for real? <laughs> yeah, and as you said, like <clears throat> the the damage gets bigger. Ukraine expects more and more. Uh, 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 yeah, they, they want more and more. How, who's going to pick up the tab? Us? Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like, well, you're, you know, the, 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 the population gets gets bankrupt because of the inflation gets 8%, 10%. Oh. Uh, you know, like all that shit happens parallel and then they just don't care. I mean... Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, Russia's economy... Has anybody even checked in on the Russian people? I'm curious if they're doing okay. Uh, so good friends of mine, they are from Russia, and uh, both of uh, the cousins from the guy I know, are um, they are uh, in the Russian army. And they're both not at all in uh, Ukraine. Okay. And they knew when he, when he called uh, them, they knew that Ukraine is not going good and nobody wants to, um, um, you know, when they're getting asked, do you want to go to Ukraine to fight? Like nobody of his own battalion was excited about it and didn't want, they all didn't want it to go. So um, what is interesting, because it's the opposite of what, uh, 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 what we basically uh, talk about it the whole time, you know? Yeah. What is this? Is that you? Or that's a vacuum. I have a Roomba in the background in another room that's cleaning and vacuuming and shit. So, and uh, I mean, it's 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 really interesting because um, so that means the idea that in Russia everybody has no clue what's going on is just not true. Well, because, they they'll say okay, it's a jail. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, uh, you know how many millions of Russians have relatives outside of Russia? And as long as the telephones are working, they talk to them. Yeah. You know, and they, they tell them how it is, even if they are blocked the internet there or whatever. You know? So. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I have friends from Russia, and I've been trying to contact a number of them on the internet. And I'd say only one out of five I've been able to get in touch with. I wonder what happened. Like, what happened to them? <laughs> Did did they? Uh, well, one of them just disappeared. Out of he was a filmmaker though, but who knows? Maybe he like tried to film this shit and got like arrested or something. You know, that could be. Or they 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 shut things off um, individually. Yeah, that that some some getting basically shut down and uh, some not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That one of my one of my friends said that they couldn't talk over Facebook Messenger safely, but they could talk on like Instagram. So I guess they're watching, huh? That could be too. I mean, I, I really don't know, but it's. Uh, I think in Russia they know more and more that the shit hits the fan in the Ukraine, yeah. and then not necessarily. Um, are in good in, in good shape right now, 
uh, with the troops there. So you know, it doesn't it doesn't really uh, look. Yeah, right. the one Russian speaking friend that I can talk to is in Belarus, and Belarus is supporting the invasion pretty much. So yeah, you know. So, but let's see what else is in the news, huh? Um, let's see. U.S. news. Um, Anything interesting? Not really. Some guy in Florida is going to jail for chopping off his grandma's head. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. Only in like weird like southern states do you see all this fucked up like beheading granny. Vasectomies are going viral after Roe versus Wade leak. Oh, right. Nobody wants to make babies anymore, right? Yeah, yeah no, you're not going to get laid anytime soon because you'll look at your date and say, hmm, is this going to be the father of my children? That's a pretty fucking deep decision to make for casual sex, you know? Yeah. I read also an interesting article about the the guy who's like looking into the QAnon, QAnon or whatever the fuck that name is, the conspiracy theorist people. And uh, he had a different kind of approach to it. You remember, we talked a lot about during Corona about that people change, that they lose their minds, that they are like conspiracy theorists and uh, they yeah. just turned crazy. And his theory is they were always like this, but we didn't pay attention. Well, it's possible. You know, he said, but because he said this kind of craziness in the normal life we had before it's not would not come out because they were never put in a situation where it's like uh where, where you can come up with it with that you are basically in favor of the earth is flat and yeah. uh and i think he has a point there you know that we didn't look deep enough into the personality profiles of a lot of our friends or relatives, and then a situation like, like, you know, the Corona situation make them now a total believer in Hillary Clinton's Pizza Gate theory, yeah, and, and that everybody is a pedophile and uh, um, eats. Well, baby. we tend to make the assumption that everybody else kind of is sane and kind of understands the same things that we do that they like can comprehend the same way that we can. But in reality, there's some people out there like mental illness varies and human experience varies that not everyone's going to think exactly like how we do. And some of them think wildly different than we do that they believe what we would think is complete. Like if someone said pizza gate to me, I think my initial response was that's, fucking bullshit right off the bat immediately you know that's bullshit you know but these people are easily i don't know what it is i i can't tell you because i have not been brainwashed but somehow like their doubts and their outrage at society is kind of targeted and they start to believe all these absolutely insane theories yeah yeah and but you see that this kind of people uh are now in the Republican Party. Yeah, and that's what's scary the fuck about it is that some of them are being voted in. Like yeah, you look know, the Madison Cawthorn guy. 
Madison Corson, he lost, he was 26 years old Republican and he lost his primary, right? But Donald Trump is a big fan of him. And he uh, uh, um, like basically wrote, I'm reading here in a Vanity Fair, uh, the, the time for gentle politics as usual has come to an end. Genteel politics. Corson then hailed the rise of the new right a rebranded strain of paleoconservatism popular among young pro-Trump Republicans. It's time for dark MAGA to truly take command, he continued. We have an enemy to defeat, but we will never be able to defeat them until we defeat the cowardly and weak members of our own party. Their days are numbered. What, I mean, like, like one guy who keeps voting uh, against shit? No, no, he, no, no, he's out of the Congress, but... but um, but think about it, that kind of people Trump embraces. Basically, people, they say, first of all, we have to eliminate, means, shoot, oh, yeah. whatever, uh, the, all the normal Republicans, and so that the Republican Party can turn completely dark. Oh, I get it. So the Trump people are all that's left. Yes. And, and, but, but he's not alone, right? There are a lot of people like this. And it's absolutely uh, ridiculous. You well, know? the entire party is transforming into something else. And I think that if you are out there and you're a true Republican, you should fight against the, I don't know, it's like a bastardization of the Republican Party because some of the, they agree with enough of the mainstream beliefs that they can be Republican, but some of their more disgusting views, uh, some of their racist or homophobic views should kind of tip you off that they're not you don't want to be associated with shit like that try to reform the republican party don't give in to trumpism don't give in to fucking mitch mcconnell i mean even though mitch mcconnell is one of the old school he has this plan way planned out for for years and years he knows what he wants the end game to be trump gave him so many gains he's gotten so empowered i think that the republicans are fucked honestly yeah True. No, it's crazy. And uh, they, they will, like, will kill America from the inside. Yep. Yeah. If, we, if, we need to fucking fight against them. But even if we vote against them, they've rigged the system. So, like, they, they redistricted everything. So now they could probably win primaries enough without our support. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people hope that the the Democrats win now the midterms based on that Roe Wade decision about abortion because 70% of the Americans are not against abortion in general. Do you think they're smart enough to make that connection? Hopefully, I don't know. I mean, before that decision, they really thought that they will... Uh, uh, the Republicans will win big, but who knows? You know. So you think that one decision has made it a toss-up? I think it it, it, it makes a difference. It okay. makes make a difference. So, and I hope it makes a difference. You know, because uh, if I mean, you know, we all know Biden is not the greatest president of all times, but we know also the the alternative is the end of democracy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Biden is pretty fucking old, though. I wonder if he's going to really run again or not. Yeah, but who would you go for for the, in the Democratic Party? What person? Uh, nobody right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to think about that. Don't 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 take me on that answer. I'll think about that. How's that sound? I'll come up with someone in, in another episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you remember the the what is it? The governor or the senator from uh, or the governor, the the Newsom guy from California. Okay, Newsom. All right, you know. So I mean, he's young. He looks good. He can talk. You know, like why not going for a younger male? You know, no like- DeSantis, no fucking DeSantis. If Ron DeSantis becomes president, then we can expect even harsher terminology than what was here when Trump was president. Yeah, no, but he's a Trump guy basically, but he wants to be president himself. Yeah, they're fighting each other. It's like cannibalism because they're both like. I'm Trumpier. No, I'm Trumpier. No, I'm Trumpier. Like, <laughs> I know. And uh, I mean, it's it's. Uh... And DeSantis just looks like that kind of schoolyard bully. That one guy who was always a dick on the schoolyard who like used to take your money or something. He just looks like that kind of fucking scum scumbag. Like you can't trust him. I don't know. Yeah. He just has a look. You know. Also, I just read. Conan O'Brien, who basically failed with his talk shows. I mean, to be honest, I was never a Conan fan. I think it was like strange and not really funny. And so he sold his podcast to Serious Serious Holdings for 150 million. Whoa. Think about that. I would fucking retire. I know, and, but we're <laughs> us. Like, why nobody buys us, right? Nobody gives us. I I know. Right? Why does nobody so, give us the even? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think our podcast is more entertaining as most of the podcasts out there, and I just don't get it. It's because we don't have an like, advertising why is it, budget. Why? And that I think that is the thing with the stupid money. They throw stupid money after stupid money. Way to I mean, Conan O'Brien would maybe sold the same shit for fifteen million, and but this kind of like hedge fund driven money printing companies they throw the money in the garbage and it's similar to what what netflix did whatever never made any money and they just get more money and more money and more money and getting deeper and deeper in debt instead of like why we overpay everybody why we have six thousand employees you know like stuff like this i mean any other business would have to ask that question and i, I bet it's the same with serious who buy who gives Joe Rogan two hundred million for a podcast or whatever you know and and uh, Howard Stern two hundred million for a podcast and I mean you cannot generate that kind of money with a podcast yeah so it's like like they, they will never make money on any podcast Conan O'Brien brings to the table uh, that what would even close to get that money recouped and I think that is it's basically a crime because who pays in the end. All I think to make I, celebrities richer. I think that Sirius is just desperate to stay relevant, that they're willing to shell out any amount of money because really the radio format is kind of on the way out, if you ask me. Sure. No, I, 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 I like Sirius, but it's true. Yeah. No, but 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 it's it's not against podcasts, it's also not against Joe Rogan or uh Gordon O'Brien. But I think the amount of money they're getting 
is yeah. kind of completely absurd. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, Why I are they agree. getting all so fucking mega rich in today's time? That is the thing what kills me. You know, why not having a little, let's say, uh, uh, normal kind of income? Why, why people, look, if you were a talk show host in the 80s, you maybe walked home with like a half a million bucks a year and you were on ABC or whatever. Now people getting 100 million. Yeah. And, and, and that makes me furious because I think it's so bad. It's so the example they set is also really, really bad. You know that for the normal population who who need to uh, uh, who need to work uh, every day to to make ends meet. You know to meet well, the, the kind of people who make ends meet. The everyman yeah. they look at these celebrities who make all these money and they like put them on a pedestal and. It gives them like something to, like, gosh, I wish I could be like, blah 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 star. You know, it's like um, it's like a daydream. It gives them like an idol. People people love having idols, and I don't know. It's just not realistic. You're right, but everybody wants to be Kanye West. Everybody wants to be these dumbass celebrities only because they live a lifestyle that we could never even imagine. Yeah. Totally. In a way, it's. I'm curious what that world is like, but I know enough to know that it's probably a pretty fucking phony baloney place, you know? 100%. Be cool for the weekend or something, but not for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, and I think it's, I mean, it's, it's in a way disgusting because it shows how... Um, you know how capitalism works at like the rich getting richer and richer and richer. Yeah. All the people in the entertainment industry are the little gladiators for the really rich. And, and they driving like little gladiators in the in the uh, Rome Empire. They they are there for entertainment, but they're getting also filthy rich. Yeah. You know, the reason that they're getting a hundred million is because today's billionaires have a hundred billion and not two billion. Because if they would still have Two billion, they there would be nobody in the entertainment industry would get 100, 200 million bucks a year for playing in two films. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know, with, with what they get, uh, the, the, the participations they're getting on gross sales and then, and, and, you know. Oh, I yeah. totally agree. I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Okay, we have to wrap it up. Uh, because I have to bring Walter to bed here. So, yeah. Okay, guys. So, check out Uva Ball on Twitter, Uva Ball 7. I'm Gary Otto, Gary Otto Zero on Twitter. And uh, if you have any questions or have any commentary you want us to air on the show, there's a link on the Twitter page for the official show that says record a message for us. Maybe we'll play yours in a future episode. We will see you next time, guys. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.